Yellow. One, two, three, four, let's all do a podcast. Five, six, seven, eight. I couldn't think of a better rhyme. I'm pulling up my list right now. I have my list up too. We're back for part two of our wonderful Marvel ranking um, extravaganza. Some have called it. We have called it. I don't think I've ever heard you say the word extravaganza ever. I thought it. I mean, you wouldn't know. Did you? Okay, yeah, you're right. I wouldn't know. Um, well, hey, so we're 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 the Greater Mythos Podcast, a very unorganized podcast. We talk about movies, video games, comic books, TV shows, board games, books, all the stuff. And uh, as I just said, this is part two of our Marvel Infinity Saga uh, uh, rankings of all 23 films. Um, assuming that you weren't here last time, we took a quiz. We took a very fun quiz. Tell us about the quiz. One might say it was an ambitious crossover. Wow. Of what? Of quizzes? <laughs> of our reviews. I don't know. I was making okay. a reference to the, Great. the cinematic universe. Uh, yeah, the review last time went well, um, besides a few outliers in Josh's list that I don't agree <sighs> with. We'll move on. Just keep going. Just tell well, <laughs> okay, so it was interesting, more or less predictable. We had some of the same movies at the bottom, but I think our top 10 is going to be mostly different. Because I think a lot of the movies that we'll have at our top, the other person had kind of in the middle. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was it was a random quiz. It put one film up against the other. It took about like five to seven minutes, and then it, it procedurally generated this wonderful list. I, I might I might suggest that we take ninety seconds here and briefly recap our twenty three to eleven. We don't need to we don't need to stick on them, but just to, as a little refresher before we hit the top ten. What do you think? Yeah, I'll go ahead and list mine, and then you can do yours. Go ahead, 23 to 11. 23rd for me was Captain Marvel. 22 was Iron Man 3. 21 was Spider-Man Homecoming. Hmm. 20 was Iron Man 2. 19 was Thor The Dark World. 18 was Doctor Strange. 17 was Spider-Man Far From Home. Ouch. 16 was Avengers Infinity War. Shocker, shocker. I put it really mm. low. 15 was Thor, 14 was Thor Ragnarok, 13 was Black Panther, 12 was Ant-Man, and 11 was Avengers Endgame. Yeah, I'll withhold. Uh, so my 23rd was The Incredible Hulk. <laughs> 22 was Thor The Dark World. We're going to hold back our comments. Number 21 was Black Panther. 20 was Thor. 19 Iron Man 3. 18 Guardians of the Galaxy. 17, Captain Marvel. 16, Captain America, the first Avenger. 15, Iron Man 1. 14, Guardians Volume 2. 13, Doctor Strange. Number 12, Iron Man 2. And 11, Ant-Man. Do you still feel as hurt as you did the first time? <laughs> the fact that you put my favorite on the very bottom. It's it wasn't wounds. it wasn't it wasn't intentional. We're gonna come back to it. It's not intentional. It was it was you had to trust you had to trust the You system. intentionally voted against it every time it popped up. I, so, I, I mean, didn't. I there there was at least there um hand on my heart, there was at least two times that I clicked it over something else. I don't remember what it was, but at least two times. Um all right, you, you wanna you wanna do number ten? You want me to do number ten? This is the, this is this is what it all amounts to. Exciting! The top ten. Oh. Okay, so my number ten is Ant Man and the Wasp. Oh. 
Wow. So I like this movie a lot. It has uh, two of my favorite actors, uh, Paul Rudd and Evangeline Lilly, are yes. incredible, and I like their other films, and they work well together in this one. She was in Lost. That's not where I know her from, because I didn't <laughs> oh, watch Lost. Oh, interesting. Well, every time I'm told, I talk about Lost with someone who has seen it, it's always, it's not worth your time, don't watch it because of the end, but... Interesting. Or interesting the lack take. thereof. Right. So, I've just never spent the energy to do it. Not that I would be completely opposed, but no, I like the movie. Uh, the villain is interesting, not by the fact that they're not really a villain. Um, right. But I do like the, how the end credit scene just destroyed yeah. all of our expectations. Yeah, sure did. And uh, it was very creepy. And it really, f it just fed into Infinity War. It sure did. So yeah, I, I definitely, I definitely like that. Um, it kind of, it is above a lot of the other films, but it kind of, fits into the same mold as to with for me as a lot of the other phase four movies or three or whatever the end of the series because it's mm -hmm. all i don't know it felt like it felt like the end anyway the end credit scene as much as everyone likes to like it i didn't like that the plot point of people disappearing and this is where it started you're talking about with the snap Yes, I didn't okay. like the snap. I didn't like how they got it to work, how it happened. Um, I actually would have rather had seen something like Stark sees the snap happen, and that's why he's all depressed and everything in some of the movies. And so we get to see that happen early on, and then they, in Infinity War, it's just one movie, and they stop him. Because... uh. I don't know. It's like if you just take Infinity War out, you actually don't lose anything. Not really. Besides the few bits of Captain America's team reuniting with everybody else, none of the other story beats were necessary. You would give up the reunite? You could literally just make another Captain America movie. I would have rather seen it. Or a Hulk movie where the others all join right, in. All right, all right, all right, all right. Well, side note, not that we needed to say this, I guess spoilers for the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm assuming... There was no need to say that, but I said it anyway. Can we'll put spoilers. We'll put spoiler in the title or something. There you go. There you go. Um, well, well, allow me to butt in because my number ten is also Ant Man and the Wasp. Wow, we get we yeah same pick. Yeah, I like this one a lot too, and mm -hmm. I think, like you said, I think a good amount of that is because of the cast. I don't know, man. Something about Paul Rudd just reminds me of home. I don't know what that <laughs> means, but it just. It, I don't know. He seems like the, he seems he seems like your dad, your uncle, and your grandfather all in one. <laughs> would Would you agree with that? He definitely seems like the cool uncle, like just someone you want to know and spend time with. Yeah, yeah. Like you, you're rooting for him. You're yeah. rooting for him. Yeah, I. Yeah, a lot of yeah. Eventually, Lily, like you said, all good. Um, Ghost, who was the quote unquote villain, I didn't have a problem with. Um. I don't think that this one, I think a lot of people liked this, this movie, but I don't think it was like universally loved and not like all of them are, I guess, but like, I don't think this one was necessarily, um, highly praised, not that it needed to be or whatever, but I, I guess it kind of fell right in the middle between, mm -hmm. you know, audience reaction and such. I don't know. I don't know what that's for. 
Um, actually, I think part of it was because from, from what I had heard from other podcasts and stuff was they, they thought the trailer gave too many of the action scenes away. Like mm-hmm. when they shrunk the, uh, the Pez dispenser and stuff like that, like that was in the trailer. And so mm-hmm. they did some other things that weren't in the trailer, but like, you know, some of those moments were just kind of out there for the world to see. Um, yeah, I like Ant-Man. I like the vibe. The end credit scene was, was, uh, I think I audibly swore in the theater out of, out of sheer joy and excitement, <laughs> which is always a good time, but yeah, Ant-Man and the Wasp. It was good. It was good. I agree with your points there. Um, it's not my favorite movie, but it was something that I could go back and rewatch, which some of the time. ones that are below it, I think I've either seen too much or just weren't something I have the urge to go and see again. Right. Um, my number nine yes. is the first Avengers that we've seen mm. on my list. Avengers mm. Age of Ultron. Oh, oh, yes, is my number nine. It- you should you should unpack this. This surprises me greatly. So a lot of people don't like this one. A lot of people say this is the worst Avengers movie. And hmm. I disagree on many points. Uh, first, because it isn't a dream sequence or it isn't a uh, cop-out <laughs> okay. like Infinity War. And oh. it's not rushed like Endgame. I think it's better because of that. I know that Infinity War and Endgame have more people in it, but each person has <laughs> dramatically has less screen time. So Captain America has maybe 12, 13 lines in all of Infinity War. Anyway, I feel like <laughs> this one showed each character more and gave them something. I mean, we got development of Hawkeye finally. We got development of even Black Widow, Banner, and right. the Hulk got development, right. which is the last time we'd see that. And then... Yeah. They all did. Even Iron Man. I mean, they all did. It's great development, and it really fed into the storyline way more than the other titles did. Right. And Mm. I think that's a big part of it. I like the new additions of Wanda and her brother, Quicksilver, even though he doesn't last past the movie. That's one of my gripes. Guess you couldn't say he couldn't keep up. (laughs) Well... Don't make him mad. Anyway, oh, <laughs> I like Ultron. I like what they did with him. James Spader, man. Yeah, I think the he he and Stark's dynamic was great. The scene when they're defending that podium thing was yeah. incredible. Like that yeah. was one of the best shots in of all of the cinematic universe. I think. Yeah. Was was that? I think it was even better than the Endgame shot where they all show up because you had time to see them. Can you imagine hmm. if that end game battle was actually like twice as long and we got to see everyone more? Yes. That was I one of my I... biggest. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. I think that was my biggest complaint was you had to pause the movie to see what was going on. Like they give you like three seconds to like glance over everyone that just came through the portals and you can kind of see some of the wizards. You can kind of see the people black panther people wakanda and all the different the black tribes. Panther people um i couldn't think of the country name you can see all their tribesmen coming through you can see um i think you can see nova Corps people coming through too which was really cool yeah yeah i think you're right but imagine how much cooler it would have been if we got to see them in the battle like see the nova Corps ships flying around see some ravagers flying around because they were there too i think right um they just threw a bunch of Easter eggs in there and you have to pause the movie to see it. And they didn't give it the time of day. Um, 
because we were focusing on the main cast, which was great and all. And Captain America got some development in there. Uh, Hulk went backwards. Um, and that's just the thing is Ultron, no character seemed to be ruined in any way. No character seemed to take any steps back. I feel like they all got progress in some way. And it felt like an Avengers film. We saw the comedy. We saw the scenes where they're all trying to pick up the hammer and Captain America nudges it. And Right. Age of Ultron gives us a lot of that. It did. Um, a lot of fan service and a lot of cool scenes. Um, and that's why I like it. I think it's it's awesome. Andy Serkis is in it too. He's one of the bad guys at the beginning. Yeah, he is. He's awesome. And he returns. And I like his inclusion in all of the series. So yeah, I just I don't have a lot to a lot of bad things to say about this movie. Not a lot. That's that's interesting. I'm not sure if we ever. I'm sure we talked about it a little bit in the recent past, but I don't remember hearing hearing you talk about that much. I'll I'll hold my comments until I get to it on my list, as you may or may not have noticed. I haven't gotten to it yet, mm-hmm. but that's 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 great. That makes me that brings me great joy. <laughs> uh, my number nine, Spider-Man: Homecoming. Mm, way higher than I had it. Yeah, you know, I think. I think a good amount of that has to do with nostalgia because Spider-Man, mm-hmm. but also I, I remember I jokes aside and you can look me deep into my pearly blue eyes at this moment. I remember watching the trailer for the first time for Captain America Civil War and the first time they did the Spider-Man reveal with the mm-hmm. new Spider-Man, he, you know, he lands on the car, he has the shield uh, and that reveal and just being like, that's my Spider-Man doing <laughs> the thing, you know? Uh, and so carrying that over till or to his his first, you know, Spider-Man's first film in the MCU. Uh, good vibes. He, you know, at that at that time, he was more of a teenager than any of the other guys mm-hmm. that had portrayed Spider-Man. That's the you know, that's good. Uh, Zendaya as, as MJ, as we've discussed last episode. Fan of that. Uh, fan of the vibe. Um, some people have said that they they wish uh, Tony wasn't as prominent in those films. Uh, even though he was, you know, he was portrayed as the mentor role and all that good stuff. I didn't mind it. I liked it. I just liked seeing them together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one scene when Peter tries to save the ferry and then Tony shows up to help, but then he's like, you're not really here. And then he steps out of the suit and they're like, oh, it's my dad kind of thing. It's good stuff. Uh, Vulture, Michael Keaton, mm-hmm. big deal. Big, big, good stuff there. We talked about Ned last time. Ned leads. Um, Best character. Yeah, man. I, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's a movie where I could, I could throw on and just have it on. Mm-hmm. And, and honest to goodness, I think, I think a lot of these are like that, but that one, I feel like that's a feel good movie for me, but yeah, I'll stop. I'll stop there. Spider-Man Homecoming. No, I agree. I think the only reason mine was lower on this list this time from the last time I took it is because I had just seen it right before and right. I was just bored of it. That's, that's it. I mean, I'd seen it a lot mm. and that, that was the only reason. Okay, so number eight. Number eight. Iron Man is my number eight. The first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first Iron Man kicked it all off, which was an accomplishment. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. is amazing, as always. And this this film, I think, captured Stark the best out of all of them because they, they went all out with it and they showed him vulnerable. Well, at the same time, not allowing him to lose what made Stark Stark. And mm. I feel like we lose that in Iron Man 3 and the later Avengers movies. 
I liked it. He's confident. He's overconfident. And that's what we yes. wanted to see. He, he's a billionaire. He's smarter than everybody else. And he knows it. And that's what we wanted to see. And we got it. And the whole scene where he builds that first suit and then gets the new one and, and tests it out and everything. That's all really cool to me. Watching him yes. build it all. Yeah. we I remember we talked about that uh, last episode too. Him and Jensen. Yes. That's a really cool uh, scene. I like all of it. The whole film. There's not any part of the film that I'm ever not entertained. I just watched it again mm. recently, and unlike Homecoming, I could watch it again. Interesting. You so, might have. You must have seen Homecoming a lot then. Yeah, a couple times before we did the quiz. It's goodness. Uh, just people wanted to see it or friends, and then I watched it by myself one time, and it just happens. And I was upset. <laughs> well, there's just a couple things in Homecoming that are a little cringe or a little hard to watch, um, which just comes with the territory of, of him being a geeky character. So sure. I think that was part of it, just like him being geeky, and which yeah. is good. I think Tom Holland is the best Spider-Man we've had. Yes. I think that's not too much of a stretch to say that. The nope. supporting cast was good. The villain was good. So I, I don't know, it, it's just lower because of that. And Iron Man... I think does deserve to be here at number eight for me. I think that's a good spot. Sorry, I'm trying to fix my freaking mic here. Well, can you fix your mic and say your number eight at the same I think, time? I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can manage. Number eight, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. I'm glad you have it in your top ten. Yes, I am too. I can't imagine the uh, the after. Yeah, the after after. Yeah. No, <laughs> dude. So I was I was at your house um, on Sunday. Um, for lunch and you, you apparently had left winter soldier on when you were getting your haircut. Uh, as I had heard later, you had it playing on the TV, mm -hmm. um, as, as mother was, was giving you a shave there. So I got to, I got to peep in and watch a little bit of it. And obviously I know the movie mm -hmm. and I, I knew that I liked the movie, but I came in, you know, during the third act when they were, um, infiltrating, I guess it was at shield headquarters or whatever. And yeah. They were, uh, uh, black widow had the, the mission impossible mask on and all that stuff. And it's so good. All of it's so good. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not just talking about black widow, but she's certainly a part of it and the fighting's so good. Um, yeah, I, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember all of it. The Bucky, it's really cool to go back. And for a lot of these films, and not that this is a mind blowing thing. This mic stand's going to drive me insane. Uh, they've literally taken, you know, comic panels and incorporated them into these films. And again, not that that's mind blowing for either of us, but like that Bucky moment when he catches the shield or whatever, and he's who the hell is Bucky? Like that was that was like from you know mm. straight off the panel. So that's super cool. Um, obviously, the cast shows up and and delivers all that good stuff. Um, Introduction of the Falcon. Yeah, yeah. In introduction of the Falcon on your left. Um, at the it ends with them like, "What well, when do we start?" So that's always fun. Mm -hmm. Then the music kicks in. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good film. I, I think it. I think it has something going for it. Winter Soldier. It does. And uh, spoiler alert: I have it on high on my list. I know you do. I know how you operate. Are we ready for number seven? We're ready for number seven. Don't mind me as I'm trying to keep my life together over here. Speaking of Captain America, mine is the uh, first Avenger. Hello. And uh, so 
it was during phase one, it was my fate. Well, the Hulk was my favorite in phase one, I think, but I didn't even know the incredible Hulk with Edward Norton was even part of the MCU. Uh, I don't think a lot of people do. (laughs) Um, at the time. So I'd always considered Captain America, the first adventure to be Mm. my favorite. Uh, the just Chris Evans is great here. Um, I like agent Carter. I like all of it. I like the world war two setting. Um, Mm. of course, Elrond as the villain is so, so good. Yes. Um, I, he's one of my favorite actors too. And I think that's a a common theme in a lot of these films is I like the casting. It's so good. It's on, kind of a big deal to have yeah. good casting. And they nailed it, nailed it out of the park for most of it. I still think Edward Norton is a better Hulk, but that's more of a personal thing. I sure. think even Ruffalo does a plenty good job. And I, that's a, a testament to all their effort over at the MCU. But mm. no, First Avenger is great. It has everything I wanted in the movie, and it sets it up. And that end credits where he wakes up in modern day New York was great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bust down the set. Mm-hmm. It was just good. There's not a lot good or bad to say that I already haven't. So, mm. Mm. It's good. My number seven. Avengers 1. Avengers 1. Yeah, I was waiting for your reaction and it was lackluster. The Avengers 1. I, again, and I hope this doesn't, this isn't a cringy rolling eyes moment every time I say it. I want to say it because I mean it. I vaguely remember going to the theater to see this. Um, Back in 2012, eight, eight, eight issues ago. Um, man, <laughs> that, that first moment when, when Cap, Iron Man, and Thor are in the woods together, they're all on screen, bickering like children, but they're on screen together. And, you know, you, you obviously saw the, the three individual films prior and the buildup and all that. Really, really, uh, it's a spiritual experience, mm-hmm. I feel. You know what I'm saying? So that's obviously good. The war for New York, or Battle of New York, I should say, that's referenced from here until Kingdom Come. That's great. Loki, obviously. Uh, Nick Fury's in there. I'm trying to think of the major plot points here. The endless uh, shawarma memes. <laughs> right? Right? That those were birthed from this one. Um. Yeah, big deal. That made a lot of money. All of these do, but that you know that specifically. So at this definitely, moment, I think, definitely, I think that's that's all I I can. Rem- yeah, I do have a lot to say about it when I get to it on my list. But wonderful, my number six is different. Uh oh, my number six is Captain America: Civil War. Seven or six? Oh, you're on six. Six. My seven. Civil was, War. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Civil War is practically an Avengers movie. Um, (laughs) it would be in my top five easily. If their one thing they changed was the whole plot point about the Sokovia Accords. Yes. Why any Avenger would agree to allow corrupt governments to control them is beyond me. I mean, especially with what happened in Winter Soldier before this. You can't trust anyone, so I don't know. It just seemed odd that Stark, as brilliant as he is, would would pick that. Hmm. Um, it would have made sense actually to flip the roles and have Captain America be the one who's stuck following the law, and have Stark be the rebel. Hmm. So it was weird that they flipped it. It didn't feel right to me. Um, but 
having them go toe to head to head and finally put aside all the rest of their differences, Stark and and, and Steve, put right. and finally come together in the end. And of course, Black Panther's in it, Spider Man's in it. The first time we is. saw both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was really cool. Ant Man finally on the on the, the oh big, gosh, big screen. So good. All of it was great. Um Tom Holland, Paul Rudd. All of our actors are in it. Even War Machine, poor War Machine. What happened? Yeah, he's, yeah. Right I thought him. I thought they killed him when it happened. I right. was like, "Oh no, he's dead." I don't want War Machine to be dead. They killed him, but they didn't. I, maybe he got killed in the snap. I don't remember. But <laughs> he didn't. I don't think all of the original Avengers outlived the snap. Is he? He wasn't an original though. He was a phase two. Yeah, I I don't think he went though. You could double check. I might be yeah. wrong. I I don't think he did. Cuz he the first Avengers movie he showed up in was uh Age of Ultron at the end. Right. Right. He helped kill a few things at the very end, which I wish no. he had more of a role actually. He shows up what? with the lifeboats to pick up the people on the floating city. Was Iron Man 3 or Iron Man Yeah, he was in Iron Man 3. Was that after Age of Ultron? I don't know. I'm saying this is the first Avengers movie he was in. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha, Not Marvel. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. You're right, you're right, but no, right, he was right, in. Right. He was in Iron Man two. I mean, technically, the char- the character was in the Iron first Man Iron one. Man, right? Yeah. With a different actor, but yeah, what a different um, what a different world we would be in if Terrence Howard were still War Machine. That fight scene between Captain America and Iron Man in Civil War mm-hmm. was so good, and it was just showing their different styles, and also. It was really showing that because before then they both kind of debated on who was the leader of the group. Yes. Kind of showed that Stark really wasn't capable to lead them because mm. he allowed his emotions to get the better of him. And Captain Rogers is incapable of being immoral. Captain Rogers, he just can't be. Captain America is is good. Like does she just is? Any immoral fibers have just were vaporized with the serum. So. He can't be a bad person. But no, I like the movie. It's great. Um, it's I think it's better than the first Captain America movie. It yes, just I would agree with you. Barely gets edged out of the top five by the other ones, which we will talk about. Um, Indeed. But no, that's all I have to say about it. Number six, Avengers Infinity War. For me. Mm. I definitely don't mm. have it that high. I know you don't. Ah... <sighs> On a, you don't have to defend yourself. Oh, I'm not. I'm just going to say some thoughts. <laughs> I'm confident in who I am. Um, I think a good part of this, uh, of the film in general, not necessarily the ranking, but the film in general, I think the expectation of, of building up to it, knowing that it was you know titled Infinity War and knowing that it was more or less coming to a conclusion you know, for a a big chunk of the story and the journey that we've all been on, blah, blah, blah. It was an event, man. I mean, Infinity War and Endgame, um, but it was an event. And there's, I feel like there's been, in my lifetime, my vast 24 years of existence, there haven't really been a lot of worthwhile of those kinds of events. I think, I guess, I guess the Harry Potters would have counted as some of those, but I, I unfortunately didn't get to see those in theaters as they were happening. Um, we think. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. Oh, um, I'll, I'll tell you. 
uh, let me say this before I forget my, my poor memory. I remember knowing, you know, walking into, into this one to infinity war, knowing that, you know, the directors more or less said that people are going to die. There's going to be consequences. Some of these stories are coming to an end, blah, blah, blah. And how they more or less like they like trolled us uh, when Tony and the rest of them were on Titan with Thanos and he gets stabbed and gets the crap beat out of him. We're like, they're going to freaking kill Tony, which they do spoiler in the next film. But like in that moment, you're like, mm-hmm. is this it? Is this like, you know, and then the Doctor Strange, you know, scenes loved, love Doctor Strange and Tony together. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Such a bummer. That's all we got. It's all good. I'm not going to be sad. Only a little bit. Um, it's a bummer yeah. they made. It's a bummer they made Star Lord out to be the reason everything falls apart. Huh? Because he just had to punch Thanos. I mean, we probably would have wanted to punch Thanos too. I think I would have held back, considering that all like half the life in the universe gets destroyed if I punch him. But yeah, yeah. I think yeah, and I think you know we conflicting ideas and thoughts about the snap and, and all of that. But in general, uh, I thought it was pretty effective in my viewing experience, even though that I had knowledge of other things and you know how this was probably going to turn out, blah, blah, blah. In the moment, I thought it was emotional. I thought it landed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Infinity war two two thumbs up from a, uh, a, a, a swell guy over here. <laughs> I do agree that it was impactful and it was emotional. I feel like um, I noticed the plot. And now this isn't purely a movie fault. It's in the comics too. But I I noticed the plot hole right away of why does he want to destroy half the population in the galaxy when they're just going to repopulate? Like it's not a permanent solution. So why even go through all the trouble? Temporary reset, I guess. And then it just becomes a problem again. And now you can't snap a second time. So... I don't know. It just, Mm. he said, it just doesn't work. His philosophy. um, Well, the point, the point I was, that, that bothered me was that nobody, none of the other cast bring that up to him. Like Mm. bring up the absurdity of the situation. They all just like, (laughs) well, I, I, well, they're like, well, I get it. You're kind of, you kind of have a point, but I kind of need to stop you anyway. That was just ridiculous. Like, none of the characters, like, Stark should have said something. Like, he should have made a snarky comment to Thanos, like... A snarky comment? Yes, exactly. Like, you okay. realize they're all going to be repopulated. It's not going to take that long, either. Maybe just a couple decades, a couple hundred years. I don't know. That was one thing for me. I'm not going to hate on it too much, but I will say that there was a couple things. Uh, the Hulk ruined. Uh, Captain America had a cool couple scenes. You, you've, you, you've talked about your Infinity War points. Remember? Because it was like 22 on your list. It was not 22 on my list. It was 16 on my list. Ah, 16. My 20, 16 was uh, the first Avenger. My 22 was Iron Man 3. Ah, yes. Which and, I, don't, which, I don't have as many particular like nitpicks. It was just not the vibe of a movie I wanted was the big thing. Sure. Yeah, nothing okay. wrong with that. Okay, well, you're up number five. We're in the top five, man. Top five. Woo. Are you sweating? Not really. Neither am I. <laughs> I did just have a shower, so I hope not. Okay. Huh. My number five is The Avengers. The first cool. one. Good. Yes, it is incredible. I have nitpicks about it, of course, like all of them. That's just who I am. But they are very minor in this film. And 
they don't affect everything. Plus, this was my childhood coming to conclusion for the first time. Wow. I am 16. You were 16 when this movie came out. Was I? Yeah, tw- interesting. Yeah, we were 16 when it came out. Wow, wow. And, uh, you know, we're just learning how to drive. Maybe, I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it was great. I liked all the original cast. Um, I do wish we had gotten prequel movies for Hawkeye and and Black Widow beforehand. Oh my gosh. I wish we had gotten another Hulk movie. Uh, Mm. I wish, I wish a lot of things. I think, don't we all? I wish it would still had been Norton. Ruffalo did a good job in this one. I think his performance in Ragnarok onwards was lackluster, but earlier on, I really liked Ruffalo. So that's kind of my my thing with him. The Hulk is incredible here. So, I mean, that really is my personal bias. He had the best shot in the whole film. I'm always angry and the puny God scenes yeah, are the best yep, scenes yep, in the whole yep, film. Yep, yep, yep. Um, that's my secret, Cap. Yeah. Um, I know that actually made comic book fans mad because apparently that's not true or something. I don't know. He may be my favorite. Listen, we can't have, we can't have it all, you know, and sometimes it's okay to just let cool things happen. Right. And I'm not, and I'm not worried about the, that part. Um, The only time that they did anything to the Hulk that was so off of his character that bothered me was him being afraid of Thanos because that's not Mm. right. It just felt wrong. I don't think I anybody thought dirty. that was good. Even the Russo brothers admitted that was bad. And they even came out and said, well, we're going to fix it for the next one. And then they didn't. But, um, you know, I think if they had thrown a Hulk movie in between the two, I don't know how you do that, but because of the whole time thing. Could have been just a whole film um, of him going through like intense soul searching an intense soul searching journey. And then at the end, he just turns into Professor Hulk. And then it ends. <laughs> well, they could have done something where would that it, satisfy you? <laughs> no, it, it had the Hulk can't be afraid. Just period. They have to retcon it, so they have to show something that was making him pretend to be afraid. Like maybe it was one of the stones doing it, like the red stone or something was affecting. Was, could have been like the reality stone, right? It was affecting his mind, and that was what was causing that. Because the Hulk can't be afraid otherwise. But they didn't acknowledge it. They didn't give it any reason for that. They didn't give any reason for how uh, Vision is losing to one of the weaker guys when he literally yeah, is a stone. Um, right. And that we have um, another person who literally is only part of a stone in Captain Marvel who can take on the whole world. So that I'm okay with with her being that strong as long as the stones stay consistent throughout the series. But they, they weren't. And that was another big. But in Avengers, that's not a problem. We had the Yellowstone. It was doing a lot of cool things. We had the Blue Stone. It was doing, it was the whole point of the film. Um, every character was Which good. Which one are we talking about now? The first Avengers. That oh, was we're back on the first. Okay. Right, right, right. What, why I referenced everything else is because this didn't have those problems. Right, the power right. scaling meant sense. You, Captain America was, was better than a regular human, but he was still, like Black Widow and Hawkeye, fighting as humans would. Right. Um, Hulk, Hulk and Thor and Iron Man were doing amazing stuff, but they were still limited in a way. The Hulk still wasn't completely unstoppable. They managed to show him getting feeling pain and hurting too, despite the fact that he can't be killed. Um, 
look, I admit the character was poorly written originally and is is mm. overpowered and is hard to write for, but I think they did a good job with it. Use the fact that he has a hard time controlling it as the way to weaken it. Don't use anything else, but the Avengers had it all and didn't have anything that took me out of it. That's all you need in a film for me to like it. Hmm. Hmm. And that's my five. 2012 was a good year. It was definitely a good year. I don't remember anything else about it. But... <laughs> I, don't, I don't either. I totally don't either. Um, my number five. Bum, 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 bum. Thor Ragnarok. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> you can explain that bit. Yeah, um, as you can see, I'm I'm looking off into oblivion, collecting my thoughts. Um, I, no, I think I just I had a really good time with this one. Uh, I agree. I mean, I did too. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm, I had... I'm 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 thinking too hard about it. Um, I loved the fact that I, I love the dynamic between Thor and Hulk. I know it was different. But I like that. I liked Thor being out of his element, you know, being put in the, the Coliseum, having to do the slave thing. Uh, the vague references to World War Hulk. That's cool. Uh, the collector, Jeff Goldblum, of course. Um, <laughs> yes. Being back. Part. Loki still being involved. Um, a first inter- introduction to Korg and Meek. Very good. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, man. I feel like there's a there's a good amount of of a, a good amount healthy amount of comedy in this one, but also the the heavy moments still hit like the fights and stuff. Uh, uh, Carl Urban <laughs> was was in it. That was pretty good. Behold his stuff. Very good. Very good. Yeah, man. I just had a really good time with it, and it makes me smile thinking about it. So number five, Ragnarok. Oh, I I mean, mine would be probably this high if it wasn't for the Hulk stuff. My complaints were because know, in terms know, of pure enjoyment. I think this film is probably number one in terms of enjoyment only. Wow. Um, I mean, it just, how many people, did anyone like actually not like this movie? I don't think so. And yeah, that's an interesting thought. As we talk, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up, uh, not that this matters, but Fandango. I see what that one specifically got rated. Because Fandango is the ultimate source of, <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you want me to do number four while you're looking that up? Tomato meters ninety three percent, audience scores eighty seven percent. So yeah, people liked it across the board. That's really good. It's a really know. really good movie. It's, it's a really just, good movie. It's just uh, the thing that's wrong with the movie isn't the movie's fault, the individual director's fault. It's just a producer ruining the Hulk for me. You're um, not mad. You're just disappointed. Right. right. I was mad in Infinity War. That's that movie made me angry. The other All ones right. are just disappointment. <laughs> Correct. But anyway, number four, Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Mm, oh. Guardians of the Galaxy 2 made <laughs> yes. Star-Lord an important character. It then also took it away. And then he punched Thanos. <laughs> right. Um, that's just a problem with writing. But I, I do like the enjoyment of the movie. Of course, Batista, Drax the Destroyer, right. at his yes, best yes, in this film. Yes, yes. Um, it's just so good. Rocket's good in this film. There's still more Ravagers here. They're good. Of course, um, poor... Oh, what's it? Why can't I think of his name? Why can't I, The head Ravager guy. Oh, man. The guy with the flying needle. What's his name? Yondu? Yondu. Why did I forget his name? I'm just tired. He's Mary Poppins. 
Yandu was incredible. Poor rest in peace, Yandu. Yes, um, yes, yes. But just incredible. That scene where he is on the ship and takes everybody else out by himself. It's pretty good. That was incredible. That's just a good. cool shot. Um, fan favorite character. He's definitely one of my favorite characters. I like Chris Pratt as Star Lord always. Um, yep, yep, yep. I liked the inter- the uh, addition of his dad. I liked how they showed what he actually was. Yep. Um. I I don't like how they then removed it and it never got used again. I feel like they could have maybe he loses it temporarily and then the fight with Thanos or the stones something happens. Yeah. And he gains his power back. That would have that been had, so cool. That had to have been something though with like the power scaling, right? As we previously discussed. Well, obviously, as far as him having it and then it being taken yeah. away and stuff. Right. I I know why they did that because he's even worse than the Hulk in some ways. Though they their power scaling was so off at this point, who cares at this point? It's messed <laughs> right. up already. Just let it happen. I mean, he's still not. I mean, I don't know. I was looking up charts actually as research for the last episode. I was looking up charts of power scales of characters that were like mm. clearly defined from the comics, and the Hulk is up there, and so is Thanos. And they actually have a different addition to the list of Thanos for every stone he's gotten. So oh, so when he has two stones, he's he's on this. He's ranked. 120, right? He goes up as he gets more stones. And actually, Star-Lord's below him when he has all six stones on that list I had seen. So, technically, he still can't win when he has all six stones, but Thor with the axe was also lower, and he managed to kill him. Right. Yeah, he sure did, didn't he? So, I don't know. I think... I I would have loved to to have seen that. Like, Thanos thinks he's all-powerful, and then you just see... Doctor Strange, Thor with his axe, Captain Marvel, and Star Lord all powered up in front of him. Like, no, you're not the be all end all in the game in the in the universe. In the end game. Exactly. And then they could have had this incredibly looking shot and fight that they hadn't done before, where they're just zipping around all over the place having this big fight. And they could have shown Thanos ended up winning that. Close. It would have been close. He should have been injured badly. Not just an axe gets thrown into him. Um, he beats all of them down, despite how powerful they are. But just show a fight. Show the Hulk in there fighting, too. Because in the... It, Have it we, be Edward Norton. <laughs> right. Just show 1v... Like, we didn't get a 1v1 of every character in Thanos. In fact, he didn't even interact with half the cast. That fell off to me. And mm. I don't know. That's just getting off track. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. <laughs> right. Um, what I liked about it is it showed a lot of the characters got development again, especially Star-Lord. Trax was incredible. I like the new girl. I I never remember her name. Mantis. Yes. Oh, I like her humor mixed with Drax. Is there a good dynamic duo there? Um, Nebula's in it. Still not a huge fan of her she character. She sure is. But Did, uh, she's dead now, right? Or no? No. I don't Wait, remember. I don't either. Continue. One one of her clones is, I think, or one of her from the other timeline or something. Right, that, right, right. That's right, why right, I don't right, like right, time right. travel. It's too confusing. Anyway, I still would. I still wouldn't have been able to remember if it was time travel or not. <laughs> no, but it it doesn't help to use time travel, and it feels like a cop out. But whatever the case is, I understand they did it, and I understand why all this happened because they are doing ten years of movies, and um, they didn't feel like they could do it justice otherwise. This film was amazing. I love the Guardians of the Galaxy cast. 
there it's my favorite vibe movie um, i f- like you were talking about spider-man being a feel-good movie for you that's what these are to me um i can watch it so many times over I, the sci-fi mm. vibe definitely helps considering that's like one of my passions so hmm that and that's so good that's four for me are you ready for my number four i'm ready you better fall to the floor because it's time for my number four <laughs> clever i'm sorry i'm sorry my number four is Avengers Age of Ultron. You had it higher than me. I did. And that's that's why I was kind of going to save my comments. Um, I believe that you mentioned, did you not, that like a lot of people don't like this movie. Yes. I, especially I, when it first came out. Yeah. I I know everyone has their reasons and, and right, rightfully so. You're entitled, all that good stuff. I don't know why they didn't like it either. I know it's always easy to poke holes and, and to do the thing, but I, I I enjoyed this one. I mean, uh, I know one of the points of contention was Bruce and Natasha's possible romance that kind of happened, but it didn't. But man, was mm. it implied and man, was she ready to roll all this stuff? <laughs> I wasn't necessarily against it. Um, yeah, I wasn't. I don't think Ruffalo played it well, but I do it never had a problem with it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like you said, James Spader, awesome. Even though it's just the voice, awesome casting there. Uh, we, we had our, our first kind of, uh, and I remember thinking this way back then we had our first taste of, um, the, the tension that really was, or that, that was and is or whatever between Tony and Steve when they were on the Barton farm, and they're mm-hmm. having their discussion uh, and Cap has the wood. And he just ends up like ripping it in half because he's, you know, they're having that conversation mm-hmm. or whatever. And that kind of tension with that. That's good stuff. Um, like you said, that last battle was really good. Um, I'll get. I'll come back to the Sokovia Accords later, but obviously this is the movie that kind of set that whole. That whole plot up. Mm hmm. Um, so that was, that was interesting. I, I, uh, one of my favorite parts is the, the freaking first like 90 seconds of this film. We, the movie starts and they're mid mission mm-hmm. and it does the shot where they're all jumping forward and then it goes slow-mo and they're all like posted up mm-hmm. doing their thing. That was that's really super, cool. that's super fun. Again, smiling as I think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll save, I'll save another, well, I'll, I'll save my next comment because there's another movie coming up here in a little bit that, that kind of ties in. So, yeah, Age of Ultron, good. Age of Ultron, good. So I wanted to make another comment about the Scovia Accords. You got me thinking about it. This is your fault, actually. Um, so another thing about that storyline, I mentioned it briefly earlier about how I, I, how I didn't like that, is whenever, and this happens in so many superhero movies, it's almost like overdone. It is overdone. The superhero saves the day, and then people blame them for the damage. That, like, mm. it just bothers me because it, it doesn't feel like it would actually happen. And, you know, maybe it would, knowing current society. I don't know, uh, man. Yeah, I was going to say. But it just, I just, it bothers me so much. The hero saves the day, and they always use the same plot point. Well, sorry, uh, the tension we're going to add is the people don't like you now because they think you smashed the city. Um, you dropped a city, like the whole Sokovia Accords where the Avengers dropped a city. No, right. Ultron dropped a city. He was the one who brought it up there. 
He was the one who dropped it. You never ever. They always blamed you're, the you're villains. You're sounding like a very upset old man right now. No, that's just uh, the Russo <laughs> brothers not thinking clearly. But no, that, they're not here right now. <laughs> well, hopefully they watch this and they reboot the whole thing. They won't. They won't be watching this. No, but anyway, <laughs> a lot of these aren't just like little nitpicks. This is like right. structural changes that I wish had been in there. Sure, which would have just made the series better. Sure. That's why some of those movies are lower for me because it just takes right. me out. I hear you. And, but, but you know what? You you may have been out, but we're back in because we're in the top three. Oh, yes. And I don't have much bad to say about any of these three that are here. Oh, my but, gosh. This is this is exciting. My number hey, three. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My number three. Good. The Incredible Hulk. Okay. Is my three. Cool. Now, you had it on 23. And here's, I, did, I did. I did. Not gonna, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to sit here and try to claim that this is the most flawless movie that's ever been made. It is the best Hulk we've ever seen, period. Sure. Sure. And now that is sad because it wasn't perfect. That just means that all the other Hulks were worse. But the Hulk wasn't about comedy. There was there's a little comedy in the movie, but the movie was serious. It was about the dangers of the Hulk himself, the the dichotomy between Banner and the Hulk. Hmm. And how ferocious he is, and also how the Hulk is a character and has right. some sensitivity to him, and he's not just all rage. But there was never fear. Hmm. They didn't put something in there to take the character out. They didn't have an Iron Man three, because I feel like some of the characters have gotten moments like that where they didn't, and it's bound to happen in a long series where the the writers are just going to forget certain things or. They're going to change the characters as they move along in ways we don't right. want. But the change of the actor is one thing. I think Edward Norton did an incredible job. I liked Liv mm. Taylor, even though she never shows up I again. I was going to say, yeah, Liv Tyler as, <clears throat> as freaking Betty Brandt. Now, uh, General Ross, who becomes Secretary yeah. Ross in later movies, is yeah. good. I like that. Um, it does tie into the universe. It is part of the universe as much as some people don't think it is or forget that it is. It is. Yes, or it choose was, not to believe that it is. It, it was the second movie that they came out with right after Iron Man, and it was really, really good. So, so riddle me this. Number one, in all honesty, again, as I look you in the eyes, I'm glad that you have these ties to it. <laughs> That's great. So riddle me this. Why, and maybe this is just my perception, so feel free to offer a, a different point. Why is it really not advertised as part of the universe, for lack of better words? Well, I think they, they always sneak it into all the packages and everything, if they can. But I think the reason why it isn't is because the actor change. I think that's the biggest thing. Do you think thing. it's mainly because of the different roles? Yes, I do. Okay, sure. Um. The biggest thing is they change the actor, so it, it the same way uh, with War Machine, how he doesn't really get a lot of screen time right. after the actor change. Uh, they just don't want to do it. Mm. And I don't blame them. I mean, that can definitely take people out if the actor just changed between movies. I think that's definitely part of it. I also think that for a lot of people, um, the fight between the Hulk and Abomination, I think. Yep, 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 yep. That... It's just a CGI fest, and so people didn't like it. And it was 2008 CGI, and I think they did a pretty good job with it, all Isn't things that considered. Weird? 2008. Um, hmm. Yeah, I mean that's 12 years ago, and we and they had, had animation quality that was ahead of its time. I think. I think that's a lot of 
things. But they had the lie to me guy, and I loved his character. The lie to me guy. <laughs> that was cool, though. Was he? Yeah. A, he was Abomination, wasn't he? Yes. It was just good. General Ross was good. Showed us the scummy guy he was. And if you don't see that movie, when you first see Secretary Ross, you don't have that background because you know he is a scummy guy. It's the way he mm. is. Um, he, I didn't really see. They didn't really take the development from that because he definitely changed a bit. He saw the error of his ways, at least we thought, at the end of Hulk. But I liked Boom. that idea that the Hulk is going to save the day. He's going to destroy some property along the way. He's going to terrify some people along the way, but he will eventually save the day, and he is really strong. And they showed that. They definitely showed that. And there are plenty of Hulk villains that they could have used that can beat the Hulk. He's not invincible, and I wish they had shown more Hulk movies, especially with Ruffalo. There there has not been a single Hulk movie with Ruffalo. Well, because I remember, we, we may or may not have, in conclusion, we may or may not have touched about this a while ago. Or in general, uh, I, I remember either reading an article or just hearing in general that some of the consensus from the people at Marvel was that currently Hulk works best. What? Bests? It's getting late. Hulk works best um, in an ensemble film, mm-hmm. at least for what they were doing. That's not my thought. That's from, from what I remember hearing. Um, so I think that's just why that hasn't happened yet. I think they've just been kind of keeping those cards close to the chest for now. I think they don't know how to do it. I don't know, man. Because they, especially with after Ragnarok, if they had even planned a Hulk movie, um, and they might have been planning one after Ragnarok, but the, the reception from the community, there's a lot of people who didn't care, but there's a lot of people who are mad, like Hulk fans specifically. Um, and so that, that uh, they were mad enough that they had to address it saying, we're sorry, we know you didn't like the joke Hulk. And then Infinity War comes out, and the same, it was even worse. People were, like, furious, like, you ruined our character. And and I wasn't that emotional. I was also mad about other things <laughs> in the film. But the fact that they did the character so badly that they had to come out and apologize for a fictional comic book character film when they didn't for any, for all the other mistakes they've made throughout the series, they're not perfect. They never once had to apologize except for with the Hulk. That should show you how poorly the character was portrayed. Yeah, well, I was I was just thinking as you were saying that. I'm not sure if it's so much as they don't know what to do with the character so much as it is since Incredible Hulk, they've kicked off the MCU in stone. And they've set the vibe and they have the idea of how they want to do the movies. And so they've had to mold that character to f- to more or less fit that. Not that that's right or wrong. Um, I don't know. That's just what came to mind. But he worked in the first Avengers, and he worked mm-hmm. in Ultron. They had a more jokey Hulk in the first one, but he st- the jokes were more at other characters' expense. Right. He wasn't was, a joke himself. It was belittling himself. is what it was. Right. It wasn't the character himself being belittled. It wasn't like Ragnarok where he's made out to be an idiot. It wasn't. Um, though well, Infinity he still had War, baby brain. Remember, he still had baby brain. But it doesn't matter. The Hulk should have been. It always matters. They were claiming that they were going for Professor Hulk from the beginning, but um, he wasn't evolving into the character. He devolved into the character, and that's a big issue because Professor Hulk is incredible, and I really would have liked them to develop that more and show mm-hmm. him becoming Professor Hulk. But he didn't even seem smart in right. 
Infinity War Endgame, whatever. He didn't in Endgame specifically. He was just a, a slightly smarter but still dumb Hulk. Well, uh, so what was what was your number three? Was the first Avengers? No, my number three was uh, Hulk. Was incredible. You're incredible. Okay, so 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 uh, allow me to interrupt. So my number three is Endgame, Avengers Endgame. So as you were making comments about how he didn't seem smart in any of them, um, Endgame. Yeah, man, I think. <laughs> Same thing. I think this goes hand in hand with Infinity War as far as how I feel about it and why it's where it is in the list. The accumulation of 22-ish films kind of leading up to that, the anticipation, the for, for the most part, the payoff and the loss, unfortunately, of, of characters and storylines and all that. Um, there's one, <laughs> There's not many things in my life that I regret. I'm not sure if regret's the right word, but I'm going with it. But I regret, I'll say resent. Let me say it all again. There's not many things in my life that I resent. But one of the big things that I resent is that I was not, I was not in a boisterous theater seeing Avengers Endgame. I wish I was in one of the theaters that you see the clips on YouTube of, of, you know, the final battle. Mm -hmm. They come through the portal, Cap gets the hammer and everyone's just like, yeah you know the enthusiasm i think i was the most stoked person in my theater <laughs> and my wife was next to me which is totally fine i get it but yeah good stuff there professor hulk man i i care but i don't care i i care but i don't care in the sense that i i can see how they could have done things differently and gone different routes but also it, it is what it is now and i don't necessarily hate it you know um, I think he's going to appear. I think we've talked about it in the She-Hulk Disney Plus show whenever mm -hmm. the heck that comes out. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Probably um, end, no change. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Endgame. I think we, we had big... a lot of. Go ahead. Wow. I think it's a sh it's not a shame. It's a beautiful tragedy that a lot of my favorite moments from that film have to do with the loss of something or someone. But I think that was kind of the point. Um, yeah, go ahead. Finish what you're going to say. Well, I think it, it, in Endgame, um, it definitely had a lot of cool moments. And I, I understand a lot of people rate this film very highly. It was definitely rated very highly. The problem that I and Hulk fans have, which I already told you, <laughs> is that we're biased for the character. Sure. So if... The character wasn't good. And this happens throughout the entire MCU. If a character isn't shown the way the people want, they rate that film lower. Um, specifically, it's just the way it is. And for people who aren't Hulk fans, he is just a joke to them. So he doesn't, he doesn't matter. Hmm. So they don't really care about his movies. But a lot of people like to see the Hulk. They like to see one of the heroes be just overwhelmingly strong. I don't... I get I grow tired of watching the films where the bad guys are because that seems to be the trend is bad guys just being way too good and powerful lately. Right. It's like they good think, guys well, are bad guys. Did you just say bad guys? OK, yeah. Like it used to be a novel thing where the bad guy would win and now it's everywhere and I'm, it's kind of sickening. I'm like, well, you've had enough. I okay, Yeah, kind of. I mean, I understand you have to have a good bad guy in order to have tension. 
But sometimes I don't need tension. Sometimes I want a movie that's just watch the good guy win overwhelmingly and be done with it. And some people say that's bad writing. Typical. And I say, no, I don't think it's bad writing. Um, I think specifically having the good guy win overwhelmingly is just a movie filled with hope and it's a feel good movie and you walk away happy and that's it. Not every movie has to show this overwhelming bad guy. And I think the Hulk is such a good character in the comics because he's like a Superman and that he's really strong, but the way he was written, you didn't need to add kryptonite. You didn't need Mm. to add that stuff. I think uh, one of my closing notes on Endgame is that what you had mentioned the, the time travel piece earlier. And I, I fully, fully agree with the comments of sometimes most of the times time travel is kind of a cop out. You know, it's just kind of what you do when you don't know what else to do. If I don't mean this to be a hot take or anything. This is just my thought. I think I, I feel like not that it makes sense reality wise, but I feel it makes the most sense in this movie to, to do and to use as they did it. than a lot of other things and a lot of other movies and shows, I don't, I don't necessarily have examples, but, um, I, I agree. I mean, they definitely, well, mm. that's cause they, they built up to it. They were right. planning on using it from the beginning. Um, right. And I mean, it was that, 10 years in the making. Right. And I think that's their own fault um, for building that up and then having to use it. They should have picked something else from the beginning, but they went with it and they did it about as well as they could. That's I will give them credit. Mm. They, it wasn't terrible, which time travel right. usually does feel that way. Same with like a dream sequence. Uh, it just, I, I, that is another overused trope and it's been an overused trope, but no, I think despite all that infinity war and Endgame had so many characters and they were fun and I liked the movies and I would rewatch them. So they're just rated low because the characters I like, I won't even re I won't reiterate. It. Yep. Yep. We're good. Number two, number two, number two. We're, we're, we're coming in hot. here. My number we're, two we're is in- guardians of the galaxy. Wow. This film has so much of what I want in a movie. It's got James Gunn. Yes. Interesting characters, great director, great casting, science fiction. The Ravagers are cool. The scene, the big battle in Nova Corps is incredible. It's the best fight scene, best battle scene in the entire MCU. Hmm. Better than Endgame because we actually get to see it. Um just the way all of it works. Every character gets a cool moment. They just all do. And you don't see that in a lot of these other Avengers movies because they just don't have time for it. A two and a half mm. hour movie for every character to have amazing development. This right. one managed to do it. Drax got his great character development. He realized his mistakes and realized that revenge isn't the only thing that matters. I mean... Groot only said one thing for the whole film yes, and he had incredible yes, character. Yes, yes. Rocket was incredible. He learned to trust people. Star Lord, I mean, he was probably the most morally moral had the best moral fiber out of all of them, but even he learned and developed that movie. Even he had some rough edges. Mm-hmm. But it was great. I, I just I liked the whole film. The fight on just every moment of the battle at the end, too, is incredible. They'll fight with the Dark Aster and the the Nova Corps jumping the in. The dance off. Right. Oh, man. The scene where they're holding the purple stone and then like 
right after that, after the battle's over, they tell him that he's not fully human. That's exciting stuff because you're like, oh, we know what storyline they're going for. They're going to go for that one with Ego. And that's incredible. Just the way they build it up and they hint things without having to use an after credit scene. Right. To build up the next right. film. Yeah. It's no, just I agree. Everything I wanted in a movie and the music. The music's good. Your go. Yes. Number two, Captain America Civil War. Hey. Yes. I had something I was going to say with this earlier, but I don't remember. It was something with the Soviet Accords. Um, oh, yeah. It was in the topic of Soviet Accords and you know, silly who would sign over rights or whatever. Not that you don't know this, but again, just thinking out loud. I think, uh, you know, what they're trying to convey was mostly that the, the amount of post-traumatic stress and guilt that Tony had after that, after the Sokovia incident. And then, you know, at, you know, um, when that mother confronts him on, you know, in civil war was it, that was yeah. Civil war. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, confirms like, yeah, my kid was there and you freaking dropped a city on him or whatever, regardless of what you know, actually happened. Perception is reality, you know? And so, so Tony's, reluctancy to give himself more or less to the government. He was like, this is how I atone for these sins, whether it's legit or not, you know? Mm-hmm. And then obviously Steve's like, I just took down Hydra that was shield. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to do that right now. So yeah, totally see both sides. Uh, the airport battle, obviously good. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Scott, uh, uh, they got Scott. He wakes up in the van. He's a big fan <laughs> of captain America. It's yeah. so beautiful. Uh, Spider-Man's first outing. Oh my gosh, dude. I remember we were in theaters and they were, they were gathering their teams or whatever. And Tony, I it was Tony was talking to someone and they're like, who do we get next? Whatever. And they're like, I know a guy. And then the Brooklyn title card comes up and we're like, yeah, ah, <laughs> oh, those are the best moments, man. Um, so getting to see him interact with Peter for the first time, that's always good. Um, yeah, a lot of good things with civil war. It, it is an Avengers 2.3.0. It, it doesn't matter, though, mm-hmm. to me, at least. It, you know, it's all about execution, and they, they do these really well. So, Civil War. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I, it, the movie is really, really good. I mean, I have gripes with the Sokovia Accords and, and that, but we went from Stark in the first Iron Man movie saying, screw you, government, flicking him off and saying, I'm not giving you my suits. People get uh, old and soft. <laughs> but he changed, I think, in a way, the whole... It was in the same vein as the Iron Man 3 Stark, which no one liked. He had mm. too much of that still. Um, I know that's what they went down the PTSD line. That was their plan for him. I think that was a mistake. But other than that, the rest of the film is so good. Bucky, Captain mm. America, Falcons yep. in it. All these characters coming together. Paul Rudd going big for the first time. That was yes. awesome. Yes. And then they made the Star Wars reference. Yes. Um, How Spider-Man wouldn't... I mean, I know why they... I think Disney owned it. They could have literally called it Star Wars. I don't know why they, they made a joke. What kid wouldn't know it's called Empire Strikes Back? Who doesn't know that's the name of the movie? He's Kids a born ner- in 2003. He's a geeky kid. Every geeky kid who builds a Lego Death Star, knows the name of the movie. Anyway, it's a really minor point. I just had to get sure it off my chest. Sure is. The movie is great. It is amazing. Movie's, movie's great. 
movie's great. Do we dare we get down to the nitty gritty of number ones? We better. Oh boy, you're up. Captain America: The Winter Soldier. Yeah, the best movie in the MCU, in my opinion. Uh, wow. Not just about personal preference. I think that, objectively speaking, the way that the movie came together, the way that they showed Hydra, it wasn't just like the Hail Hydra stuff and and how you didn't know which characters you could trust and which characters you couldn't. It was the dynamic between Black Widow and Captain America and how a lot of people wished they had a romance. That dynamic was incredible. Nick Fury is in it. And we the first time... We get to see his, his uh, disembodied eyeball. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Always keep both eyes open. Yeah. Seeing Bucky in it for the first time, the Falcon, that initial scene where he's running really fast, that was... Just good times. That was really good. Oh yeah, the Bucky's theme playing. Just I forget how it goes, but oh, so good. Captain America, the elevator scene, the helicopter scene. Dude, the elevator scene is no joke. And then, and then, sorry, really quick. And then, an end game when they like, tease you, they're like, "We're gonna do it again," but they're like, "No, we're not gonna do it again." Yeah. <laughs> no, that was good. That was definitely good. Showing Captain America be impressive is what I wanted to see. Him right. pulling a helicopter back, him beating up a room full of the biggest guys they could load it up with all special forces was also awesome because Captain America is the best and they needed to show that. And they did. And they needed to show that despite the fact, and this was important for the for the whole Civil War thing because without Winter Soldier, you wouldn't believe he would go against the government because he's a loyal soldier he would follow um but they they did prep that well i still don't think they should have done it but i do think that for what they did it was done extreme extraordinarily well i mean mm-hmm. him talking to agent carter old agent carter um and and going through that was rough basically his own ptsd you know he went to the va he did the whole thing with the falcon and seeing that he did have problems and he didn't know what to do with his life. And it kind of cemented, this is what I meant to do. Um, that I am, I, the only one I can trust fully is me. Because if you can count on anything, you can count it on the serum making you perfect. So, I don't know. I like that vibe. It's good. It's a good vibe. And I, I just my favorite movie, probably. One of them. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. Time to see your number one. Are you ready? I'm ready. What do you think it is? Taking into consideration, you probably don't remember all of what I've said in these past two episodes of movies. You've said Endgame already, right? Correct. Oh, it's hard. It's hard to remember every. There's so many <laughs> yeah, movies. I, know. I already forgot what I've said. Oh, it's Far From Home. Spider-Man Far From Home. Ha <laughs> Number one. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, man. What a good film. <laughs> it's kind of strange that that was technically the end of phase four, mm-hmm. right? That was four. And it wasn't technically end game. Not mad about it, but just interesting that like, that's how that ended up working out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Oh, it's, it's, it's a lot, a lot of things. Let me, let me blurt all this out. Interesting how they, they more or less acknowledge that the snap happened, but then moved on pretty quickly. That's fine. I don't care. It's fine. Um, Peter mourning the loss of a 
mentor slash father-like figure and Tony. Mm -hmm. That's rough. Happy's back. Happy was in the first freaking movie of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he's in like Mm -hmm. the most recent two. (laughs) Excuse me. That makes me happy, too. I hope that they're still in cahoots for the foreseeable future. Future? Uh, Zendaya as MJ really gets to shine in this one. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal as freaking Mysterio. <laughs> Good stuff, man. And I was going to reference this in Civil War. Uh, the fact that even, again, even even in the most recent film, they still find these crazy cool ways, in my opinion, to tie these films in, mm-hmm. in that Jake Gyllenhaal's character was behind the stage in Captain America Civil War with Tony Stark. You know how they had that little flashback? I'm trying to remember. What happened? Uh, it was when Tony was doing the presentation at Civil War with his holographic. Oh, like, yeah, oh I'm yeah, young yeah, with my yeah, parents. Yeah. And like he, he like, uh, what's his name? His Mysterio. What's his name? I know his name. Jake Gyllenhaal? <laughs> yeah, I know his character in the movie, though, you jackwagon. I don't Freaking, remember. Uh, 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 Just call him uh, Mysterio. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, him and his team more or less like made that technology. That was super cool. The hologram, the hologram technology. Um, yeah. And, and again, I'm not just re-saying this just to say it, but feel good movie to the max. Mm-hmm. Both, both of these Spider-Man movies. Really good. Um, some people are like, oh, well, it sucks that it was all just holograms and there's really no threat. It's kind of still a threat. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, they they freaking brought back J. Jonah Jameson. I know who that is. I don't. That kind of that kind of hurt a little bit. I don't know I what they look na- like. I, I said his name and then I was waiting for your response and you just had the most dead stare in your eyes. I, uh, freaking uh, J.K. Simmons, who's from the Daily Bugle? His boss? Whose boss? Peter's. Oh, Peter okay, okay. No, You're talking no, about from the original God. Spider-Man. I'm signing off. Yeah, yeah. They brought him back and freaking came names. back. And it's just cool how they transcend the properties and all that, whatever. So that's super cool. Yeah, I'm in with Tom Holland. Good on him and his little British self. Um <laughs> Yeah. He's going to be playing Uncharted next. He's going to be. Yeah, we haven't been able to talk about that yet, but that, that'll, that'll certainly be on the list. Um, yeah, Far From Home. We did it. Far From Home and Winter Soldier were the number ones. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. I, I, I like your number one. I and, mm. and that's the thing with this list. Now, we already mentioned it last time. We enjoyed all these movies. Oh, absolutely. 100%. And I think for my part, I would rewatch all of them again. I just I I would. would. Maybe maybe I'll take a break from Homecoming because I've seen it so much. <laughs> but I would watch all these movies again. So even if we have one at the bottom or one at the top, yep. we still like the movies. And we're just in love with the franchise. It's awesome. Yep. And yep. I hope it continues when this horrible plague ends. I'm sorry if you just heard my burp that was accidentally in the microphone. I- I've heard people talk about how like Marvel fatigue and like getting tired of these movies. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't personally feel that. Yeah, I don't have it. I don't either. Yeah, and not to say that I never will. And I totally understand how someone could. Um, and that's not to say like, oh, I'm super great for not having that feeling. But I just, I yeah, I'm all in. I'm all in, baby. Uh, there's something else I was going to say. And I don't remember what it was. 
I don't know. Huh. Something huh. about Marvel. Probably. Something about Marvel. But I say that we put a little bow on this and we call it quits since we are more than at our time. Any, 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 any thoughts? Any closing thoughts about how you view me as a person after knowing my list? Uh, I'm still a little wounded about the Hulk placement, but I know that's a yeah. lot of people's placements yeah. of it because they just I, don't <laughs> care about it. Um, I, I encourage like you to rewatch it, though. Yeah, uh, we I should because uh, Sarah hasn't seen it yet either. Um, so that that would that would that's that's somewhat reasonable. I see that look in your eye. We'll watch it. We'll watch it at some point. Okay, we'll watch it at some point. Hey, it's me, Josh. Not to be confused with other Josh. Um, my internet died again, so we lost connection, and we didn't we didn't get to uh, do our normal nice closing to the episode. Uh, but you know the drill. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Amazon Podcasts. We're on YouTube. Subscribe. Give us a like if you care and and want to see us uh, two smiling boys smile yet again. And if you don't want that, that's totally fine. I won't tell other Josh, and we'll just uh, we'll just do our own thing. <laughs> All right. Go go watch a Marvel movie or something. Okay. All right, bye. Oh.